Welcome aboard Bus One. We are on our way to Guelph, Ontario, and we've got some time to kill. Let's play some trivia. Gamers, introduce yourselves. What's up? It's Aiden. I'm John. And I'm Mitch. Alright, so as you should be aware if you listen to the first three episodes, there are three levels of questions, each level getting progressively more difficult than the last. The first level is worth one point, the second level each question is worth two points, and the third level each question is worth three points. Obviously, we are going off of the honor system and hoping that no one is looking up the answers as we go through this, and once per game, I will be giving a fake answer to one of my questions. At any point, if you think the answer that I have given is not correct, you can challenge the answer. If you correctly challenge the question, then you are awarded three points. If you challenge a question and you are wrong and that it is in fact a real answer, you lose three points. You all are going to keep track of your own points and then at the end, most points wins. All right, so I am curious. What what do you guys think the topic is going to be this week? Uh, it's got to be music related. It's got to be. My uh, joke that I was predicting earlier was musical styles of the early 1819s. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I talked to Bryce, he was really big on glass as a concept. So <laughs> that feels pretty solid. Hey, that's a good topic. Not a bad topic at all. So you were all wrong. <sighs> Perfect. So starting off really, really great with answering the questions. But the theme for this week is, and I think we can insert a drum roll here, or honestly, it could also just be us, well, whatever. It's, it's yeah. fine. I've already drum rolled. Now. Yeah, yeah. But the theme for this week is time. There is a lot of that. Like history? You could say it's about time for some <laughs> trivia about time. Bryce, it's only episode four. It's not Bryce, about time Bryce, you can't get meta episode four. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that, we're just going to jump right in to level one. So for this episode, the players will be buzzing in, and whichever player buzzes in first gets the first opportunity to answer the question. If they are correct, they get the points for that question. If they are wrong, it moves to the next player that buzzed in. That's a great explanation that I did not give last week. So okay, let's good. let that extend retroactively. <laughs> okay. Um, and you can buzz in at any point, I think is what I will rule on that. All right, here we go. In the 1993 movie Groundhog Day, Bill Murray portrays Phil Connors, a cynical weatherman, who becomes trapped in a time loop, forcing him to relive February 2nd repeatedly. What is the song that Phil wakes up to every morning on his alarm radio? Oh no. This is a bad time to admit I've never seen Groundhog Day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You've never seen I've Groundhog seen Day? I've seen it once. Uh, I've seen it once. I can't... Oh boy. Uh, this <laughs> is not going to go well. Oh gosh. I love this movie. Alright, we have Aiden. Take a guess. 25 or 6 to 4 by Chicago. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. That is incorrect. John or Mitch, you want to take a guess? Uh, sure. Uh, I don't know. Mr. Blue Sky by the Electric oh Light Orchestra. <laughs> uh, Mitch, 
Uh, I believe in you, Mitch. Mitch, you got the this. The soundtrack to no the movie Groundhog Day. The entire argue that they, they played the entire soundtrack to the entire movie just in so that. he wakes yeah. up to that every morning. If you've actually watched the movie, <laughs> it is the song that plays over and over and over again every single time that Phil Connors wakes up. And the song is I Got You, Babe. Um, like so if you are familiar with the movie, which our, our gamers are not, Ooh. you'll know that February 3rd, when he finally gets out of the time loop, the song actually still plays that morning. Um, and he only realizes that he's out of the loop when he realizes that Rita is still in bed with him and the radio banter after the song is, has changed. Oh. Um, so just some fun facts. And uh, your homework after this is it's to watch go Groundhog watch Day. Groundhog Day. Does okay. that radio station just we'll start every morning with I Got You, Babe? I think it's more of an <laughs> Inception situation where like, you don't know, is he quite out of the loop yet? There's is he about to start repeating February 3rd? Exactly. Yeah, Give yeah. me Groundhog Day 2 the day <laughs> after. This is a good start. Groundhog Day start. 2, February 3rd. <laughs> Alright, we are on to question 2. Which region of the world does the herb thyme come from? Aiden. Ooh, when you say like region of the world, I want to say Western Europe. Be a little more specific than that. Well, I'll give you another chance. I'll give you my thought process here. The song Scarborough Fair says parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. So I'm thinking the United Kingdom. <laughs> no. Darn it. <laughs> okay. I got this. I got this. So this is from actually my knowledge of D and D. I did no a disgusting. I I did a um a Greek inspired campaign. I'm pretty sure if it's not like I guess Greece is like pretty like specific, but I, I'm guessing like the Mediterranean or like uh not like Spain. I, I'm guessing like Mediterranean Turkey area. Spot on, Mitch. Gosh, I was spot on. on. The only uh, reason I know that is because I had a character who was playing a cook, and I had to, like, look up Mediterranean foods. <laughs> yeah, and you actually called it. out – my fun fact is actually about the Greeks, because they, they used it in their baths and burnt it as incense in temples because they thought it was a source of courage. Um, and some people actually do think that it came from the Greek word for courage, which is uh, thumus. So, yeah. Spot on, Mitch. Mitch, you get a point. Dang, Mitch. D&D comes in handy. Look at that Thumus. <laughs> Let's see what that Thumus do. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like Moving that. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three. Why was Daylight Savings Time started? I don't want to go first this time. I, I, I want to be second. <laughs> okay. I want to have a chance. I'll go, I'll go first. I, I, I buzzed in. All right, Mitch Whip. I feel like this is just like my head cannon maybe about it, but I feel like it <laughs> was because time head cannon. Yeah, you remember I, the I, daylight savings time fandom? I thought it. I thought it was like they they found that the the timing of like the sun rising and setting was like off or something in like a certain time zone, like in in like our time zone or something. So they said like I, this is a horrible explanation, but I I feel like they were like it would be simpler or it would be make more sense with the uh, with the rising of the sun and the setting of, of the sun to like take and give a, a few times different years. You're bouncing around the right answer, but Dang it's it. not specific enough that I'm going to give it to That's you. Fine. Aiden, That's fine. Can I? You want to hop on? Clarifying thing. Am I right in saying that daylight savings is it only a U.S. thing? 
Uh, that is not true. Okay. So, well, my here's my theory. So, you know how, like, Leap Year is like, hey, you're 365 days, but it's not really, and they kind of messed up, so they have to add a day? That's, I think they were just bad at counting hours. Um, okay. So, they just had to, they had to do a little bit of switcheroo in there, and they retroactive fixing it. Wrong. <laughs> Whose answer was better? Be honest. Whose answer was better? John Swenson. Still not <laughs> yeah. right. I, t- I have no clue, but I'm going to try. Uh, is it just to, like, maximize the amount of sunlight we have, like, distributed throughout the day? Really close, but I is need like you guys to be a hours? little more specific. Something, something farmers. Yeah, something, yeah. Something. Can I try one more time? Is it specifically to sort of to help, like, the working hours? Like, So, uh, I'm going to gonna stop you because John okay, actually said the word that I'm looking for, oh. which was farmers. Oh, okay. Um, so well, I'm going to give the point to John. That's fine. I'll take I it. Understand. Um, Under my breath. So the answer is farmers advocated for the change to have more time to work in the fields. Wake up earlier. Little do our contestants know that this was the fake answer. Looks like they were fooled this time. The implementation of daylight savings time is actually really interesting in the U.S. It was implemented nationally and then was changed back and forth a few times before. They just kind of left it up to the states and the regions, um, which has caused a lot of mess for many years. But most of it is sorted out at this point. Except for Arizona, who somehow managed to escape unscathed. All right, moving on. Question number four. It's just a jump to the left. Which of these artists is featured in the chorus of the film version of Time Warp from the Rocky Horror Picture Show? This is multiple choice. A. Meatloaf. B. David Bowie. C. Blondie. Or D. Elton John. John. It feels David Bowie-esque. You are incorrect. Nailed it. Aiden. Well, I was also going to say David Bowie, so I'm glad that John uh, didn't got that wrong. Um, That David Bullet for you. Can I? mm, I'm going to go Blondie. That is also incorrect, (sighs) Mitch. Elton John? (laughs) Is it Elton John? You all got the wrong. No, it's Meatloaf. I don't know who Meatloaf is. I'm not going to lie. I have no idea who Meatloaf is. You don't know who Meatloaf is? He's the one I knew. Meatloaf. Also, Marvin Lee Eddie uh, famously plays Eddie in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh my god, you're right. But he actually played another role on stage, Dr. Scott, and did it so well that he made Tim Curry break character on wow. stage. Wow. So now you have a second movie to go watch again. Okay. <laughs> I've actually, fun fact, I've never seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Neither have oh. I. I, oh, man. I, what I have seen is in middle school, I saw the Doctor Who parody video of the Time Warp, <laughs> and it's very well yeah. executed. Is it? How would you know how well executed it is if you haven't seen the original? Because I'm just, the production value is really high. <laughs> All right. So the next question, there's going to be a few questions that are in this format throughout the game today. I am looking for a number, and whoever gets closest to the number will get the point for this. Because I, I, I would be shocked if someone got it specifically. <laughs> get ready. All right. Question number five. When was the first wristwatch invented? Hmm. This all really hinges on what Bryce is considering a wristwatch. A watch that's on your, your wrist. Some guy exactly. wrapped a pocket watch around his wrist a couple times and was like, yeah, this is that's it. it. <laughs> this is the next big thing. I'm just throwing a number out there. Uh, all right. 
somehow in my head, the first thing that came to my head when you asked that was like a watch with a sundial on it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm. Gonna... I will stop you there. Okay. And, okay. And say that does not count. Okay. Um, cool. Because oh, okay. I, I don't want you guys to get too far off track. You're not okay. a big wrist sundial fan. I'm talking about the modern, like close to yeah, the modern okay. day. Well, we've all seen watch. Hercules, where like the person goes yeah. around the corner and goes, "We want to buy a sundial." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my my guess, this is a complete guess then, my guess is going to be, it's got to be like the 1800s, so I'm going to say like 1850. Alright, John? I'm going to try to box Mitch out and say like 1807. Shoot. Okay. I'll I'll just overshoot it then, 1851, there we go. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Oh my god. I, I was going to say 1865 a... was my original one, but now that we're seeing where the it's cards... It's a fine strategy. You should say that number, because okay. if you did, you would only be three years off, because the correct answer is 1868. Yeah, wow. So I feel, I feel less bad about giving Aiden... I was so close, though. Fantastic. Um, so actually... <laughs> They weren't very popular at first because everyone still had pocket watches at the time. Um, they became popular during World War One, when the military personnel found it much more beneficial to use wristwatches on the battlefield. It's always um, the military. And then they just continued to use them after war. And now mine tells me when I'm sleeping. I'm not going to forgive you for that, Aiden. So we are at the end of round one. I'm not going to lie. I thought these would be more easy than one. And they're only going to get worse from here, gang. Oh, no. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I I mean, like, I guess it depends on on what your version of a hard question is. Yeah, so where are we at with points at the end of round one? One's all. Yeah, I got one. I got one, baby. We all got one. Hi, Roland. In bus yeah. one today. Yeah, you know. Bus one. But that right. is good, because that means three of the questions were answered. <laughs> and, like, we each got one. But somehow the multiple choice question was not one of them. <laughs> listen, I'm convinced that you made Meatloaf up. I should have challenged it. <laughs> I should have challenged it. The existence of Meatloaf. <laughs> you all really don't know about Meatloaf? No, I don't. I'm vegetarian. 100%. Well, Meatloaf's actually it. Uh, you could have. But then you'd be dish. at negative two points. I know more about Beetlejuice than I do Meatloaf. Let me just put it that way. Michael Keaton. So we are on to level two. Ooh. Which two U.S. states do not observe daylight savings time? So John accidentally gave one of the answers away. I know, and that's why I buzzed first. And Aiden buzzed first. So I know Arizona's one of them. It's Arizona. Because John said it. Locked in, baby. Um... Hmm, now I gotta think here, because I didn't actually have an answer going into this, I just knew the one. Uh, I'm gonna go with the second one, is Hawaii. You are correct! Yeah, baby! Uh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say Alaska. (laughs) That is two points for Aiden. Yeah, that is a a real good guess. Um, interestingly enough, not all of Arizona, um is that way Ooh. the navajo nation and their territories actually do observe oh. same time. interesting but a majority of the state does not observe i feel like if you're a small territory then you the whole point of daylight savings to give yourself more hours but you could just be like hey we're just gonna work until seven so today to be uh, clear you know the daylight well, saving time doesn't give you an extra hour in the day i know it just yeah. changes the the hour. <laughs> but why can't you just like adjust your mindset instead of adjusting the actual <laughs> well, clocks and how much farmland is there really in hawaii 
and it's equatorial. Exactly. Like you have daylight as much as long as you need it. So. Well, I was yeah, I was going, I was going between Alaska and Hawaii there. All right, we are on to question seven. Before I give this question, whoever answers the question correctly will have the opportunity for bonus points. So Ooh. you will get two extra points if you get the bonus portion correctly. But only the person that gets it correct <sighs> will get the opportunity. I can't jump in with the bonus points. Rad. Nope. <sighs> question. Seven. Great Scott! In the Back to the Future trilogy, what are the four years to which they time travel? This oh, is a no. level two question. Oh my gosh. They go they time travel four Oh, in the full trilogy. Oh no. I will I will caveat the question because it's it is misleading. I'm including the, the year they start out in. Mm-hmm. So how do I have to be exact? Uh, preferably. Uh, do you have? Have you guys seen the movies? I've seen the movies. I, I, just yeah. don't, I don't pay attention to the like the. Yeah, years. that's not a huge detail. <laughs> they only repeat it all the time in the movies. <laughs> what if I get like like describe the time period? I can describe the time. Uh, no. Okay. I only know one of the numbers. <laughs> I will give you. A, uh, never mind. Aiden, buzz in. Okay. This is this. I'm I'm shooting in the dark here. Ready? All right. Uh, the first one, or the the farthest back one's Cowboys, right? So, let's say 1893. Um, the second one is, uh, 1964, then 1982, and then is it, like, is it, is it, is it 2018? Do they go? I forget, it happened recently, so. incorrect. Gone. Um, I guess I will give a hint that... The years all end with the same number. Oh, I probably should have. So, Mitch. Okay, I I think because I do know that the one that they go to the future, I remember like all like the memes from that time. I, I was, all I know yeah. about it was it was 2015 or 16. I don't know which one. I'm gonna go with 2016. So then I guess my thought thought is. Okay, uh, I, I guess one of them was 1986, 2015, or 2016, 18, 1896, and 1976. I, that's my guess. Incorrect. I, okay. <laughs> I Ten minutes of this podcast's runtime is going to be Mitch coming up with numbers. John, give it a go. So I think... The one that they went to that we just lived through was, like, super recent. I think it was, like, 2021. It was, like, very up to par. Uh, And then, like, what? 1981, 1951, and then 1891. You're all wrong. I would have given it to you if one of you would have gotten all the decades correctly, but no one got all the decades (laughs) correctly. Well, listen. Perfect. What's the cowboy one? Because there's cowboy, there's Chuck Berry, there's the 80s, and Future. then there's the recent one. And so I've Shame. seen bad dates. Shame that you didn't get this. So uh, yeah. I, I will give you the answer by going through the bonus question that none of you will have the opportunity ah, to get through. Perfect. So the bonus question is what order do they like happen in in the movies um, with M- Marty traveling specifically? So Back to the Future 1, they start in the year 1985. Ugh. Five. So in the first movie, all that happens is that they go back to their parents when they were in high school, which was 1955. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then they return back to 1985. 
And then in Back to the Future 2, Marty goes from 1985 to 2015. Oh, it's 2015. Mm-hmm. The thing that Mitch, you might have been tripped up on is... They predicted the Cubs would win the World Series in 2015, and that actually happened in 2016. Oh, that's what mm-hmm. I was, yep, yep. One year yeah, off. That so it. that's probably what tripped you up there. That was it. But uh, then they go back to 1985, where they come to a dystopian 1985, uh, because if you remember from the movies, old buff went back and, and changed the past. So they had to go back to 1955 to get rid of the almanac. Did you say buff? Biff. Biff. Wait, are you going to yeah. challenge that? Biff. <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not challenging that based him. off of Bryce mispronouncing Biff's name. Finally, <laughs> in the last movie, uh, you are correct in the setting, but they go from 1955 to 1885, so 100 <sighs> years um, from what the quote-unquote present is, before they use the speed of a train to get back to 1985 because they don't have gas and they can't get up to speed without a train. How does a, I think I, I think I was. How fast do trains go? Huh? I don't know. At least 88 miles an hour. Yeah, that's there what I was. It's like one point. I feel like I was the most gigawatt. right. I was the most right. Were you, Mitch? You were, but you got the uh, a, you said 1890s, right? Uh, yeah. uh, I don't remember, but yeah, sure. Pretty sure. Sorry about you, bud. All right. Three more movies to watch. Um, you're up Jesus. to five movies. You should be happy to know. Oh, never mind. I'm not. There's one more movie question throughout the rest of Uh-oh. the trip. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, on to question eight. Order the following songs in which they came out. All of these songs have the word time in the title. Perfect. Fantastic. First, we have Good Riddance, Time of Your Life by Green Day. Time After Time by Cindy Lauper. Old Time Rock and Roll by Bob Seger, and If I Could Turn Back Time by Cher. That's not the one that's... John. Can you list those one more time for me, just so I can... I can. Perfect. That is Good Riddance, Time of Your Life by Green Day, Time After Time by Cindy Lauper, Old Time Rock and Roll by Bob Seger, and If I Could Turn Back Time by Cher. All right. So, going from the past to the future. Yeah. Oldest to new- newest. I'm going to say Old Time Rock and Roll. Time After Time, The Share One, whose name already I've forgotten, and then Good Riddance by Green Day. You are correct! Uh, dang it. Spot on. Um, the years of those four, you have Old Time Rock and Roll, came out in 1979. Time After Time by Cindy Lauper came out in 1983. If I Could Turn Back Time by Cher, which came out in 1989. And finally, Good Riddance, Time of Your Life by Green Day, which came out in 1997. Yeah, Cher was, like, the thing that really worried me there, because she's if 80s I and 90s. Yeah. <laughs> well done, John. Thank you. That is two points for you. On to question nine. Everyone knows that leap years occur every four years. However, there are two exceptions to this rule. What are the exceptions? You'll get one point for each exception you name. Wait. Uh, is one... John. Is is there a problem, like, every millennia we have to, like, kind of take a break from that? Just to, like, kind of... Because we're, like, over-adjusting with the leap year? Good guess, but that is not correct. Do you want to take a stab at the second one? Absolutely not. Okay. Aiden. There were no leap years before leap year was invented. That is technically true. Technically correct. Um, correct. Technically correct. 
that is not an exception to the rule. Uh, That's just a fact. <laughs> all right. Can I can I try you, my hand at two exceptions? Yeah. Though? Yep. Okay. Um. Let's say. Let's go with um. What John was saying. I'm saying every every two hundred years we have to do a double leap year, and we have to do two days. Because we still undercorrect, but by a bigger fact. But like that is incorrect. Um, and then the second one, the second fake fact, I'm gonna it. make up right now. I don't now. have okay. it. <laughs> I couldn't go there. Mitch, you want to give it a go? Yeah. What? First of all, what does a? Okay, this is gonna sound like a stupid question. What does a millennia mean? It's a thousand years. A thousand. Okay. I'm gonna guess a hundred years. Every every like a hundred years. That is correct. That is one point. So Dad, it is say not okay. not a leap year if it's divisible by one hundred. Do wow. you know what the second exception is? No, but I will say the only thing that I thought of when you asked that question was uh, Pirates of Penzance. Uh, that was that was the first thing that came to mind, and I don't think that they talked about that. So I can't think of it. Mitch has not seen <laughs> the Rocky Horror Picture Show, Groundhog Day, or any of the Back to the Future movies, but he has seen Pirates of Penzance. I love Pirates of Penzance. It's hilarious, dude. It's a pirate king, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, that major general really has a lot yeah, of words. Uh, I was they say, literally like, sing a song about movie. being quiet, but they're like being super loud. It's hilarious. All right, well... <laughs> <laughs> next next episode I do with Mitch, I'll just do the entire one on Pirates, Pirates, Pirates of Penzance. Yes, thank you. I would be so good at that. So you got that it is not a leap year if it's divisible by 100. The caveat to that is it can be a leap year if it is divisible by 400. Oh, Disgusting. So it gets kind of confusing. That's... So how that works is the year 2000 was a leap year, but the year 1900 was not a leap year, even though it was divisible by four. And so so I was for alive in 2100. <laughs> so the reason for that was the Earth rotates about the sun 365.24375 times a year. So the, the leap year was introduced in order to correct that to 365.25, but that was still not close enough. So at some time on later... They added the two other exceptions, which gets the number to 365.2425, which is close enough not to matter very much. But what is interesting is they still do leap seconds every once in a while in order to correct for that extra decimal place. That's really wow. interesting, actually. That like kind of like, anal. Imagine being the guy well, in charge no, of just time. There's a whole, there's a whole committee. Cool. There's a whole like international committee. Like It's kind of cool because like, track of time. as we got our scientific capabilities increased then they like better uh like updated it i think that's pretty cool i don't know i, th- Do I you think, think someone just looks at like the position of the earth on like so on new year's day and they're like we're like a centimeter off where we should be we have <laughs> we, to we go have back to, to the drawing board <laughs> I, th- I mean i'm sure uh, for a while it was very experimental um, but at this point, they have computer models, and they, they know when they need to do yeah. it. The last time it happened, interestingly, was December 31st, 2016, uh, the last time they added a leap second um, wow. into our time. So I could I have just like been like living a second 2016. behind for the last yeah. five years, six Honestly, years. Honestly, we could be living a whole couple days behind, and I wouldn't know, so... <laughs> 2016 was what quite an interesting year. What big time doesn't want you to think? It's actually it's Wednesday of next week. Fun fact: a lot of a lot of really interesting things happened in 2016. On to question ten. Time magazine is also known for its Time 100. 
an annual list of the most influential people in the world. In the first decade of the 21st century, who appeared on the list the most times? This is multiple choice. I will give you four options. So your options are A. Hillary Clinton B. Oprah Winfrey C. Bill Gates or D. The Dalai Lama Mitch Oprah. That's my guess. You are correct. Yep. Very impressive. I this was a <laughs> one that surprised me. I, I think looking at this uh, list, I would have guessed me. Oprah last, but yeah, so they all do appear on the list in the first decade. Oprah appears a total of six times in that span. Wow. Second behind her is Hillary Clinton at five. And then behind her is Bill Gates and the Dalai Lama, which both have three appearances in that decade. Bill Gates also has an appearance in the original uh, list, which was, I believe, 1999, slightly out of the decade. But yeah, so that is two points for Mitch, which I believe puts us back into an even tie. Yeah. Wait, did I not get points from the last one? It does not put us into an even tie. Oh, it puts sorry. Mitch you get one point ahead. You <sighs> got one point from before. I forgot. Yeah, that that question was such a train wreck. I forgot someone got a point. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. The time math. All right. I think it's time for a commercial break. Do you need someone to take care of your grandparents? Well, have I got the gentleman for you? I will come down and take care of your grandma, or grandpa. God damn it! I can't do this. <laughs> God Send me the script, Mitch. <laughs> I can't do it. It kind of sounds oh like you're God. trying to murder my grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take care of your grandparents. I don't know. What's a, what's a better one? What's a better one? I, that's what I came up with, but I can't do that. Do you feel like you're living one second behind or even an entire week? Well, lucky for you, I have the address of the Leap Year People Committee. For the low price of $19.99, you can hunt down each of these people kidnap their families and hold them hostage until they give you that one second back. This is an actual threat that we're going to broadcast. So we've we've graduated from threatening innuendo to you can kill the leap year committee. No, kidnap their families. You said hunt them down. Hunt them down to kidnap their families. I don't know. Mitch, just do your one. Uh, No, let me think. Let me think. I I like how... Rela- being related to like time, I think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. All right, I, I got it. I got it. Okay. Do you sometimes find it a little uh, ridiculous to lo- have to look at your phone to set timers? Well, have I got a product for you? I will personally stand next to you, and whenever you want me to set a timer for you, I will set it and inform you when it goes off. You can do whatever sound you want me to do. Ah, that's all I can come up with. I don't know. <laughs> So that was like an ad for like a sort of entourage service. Yeah. And it just comes up and goes beep, beep, 15 minutes. I don't know. They'll pick whatever they think is the best. Alec or Cameron, if you're listening to this, could you please find a way to combine all three of those ads (laughs) into one? Do you have grandparents? Well, for the low price of $19.99, I will personally hold them hostage until they give you the Hawaii chair. We are moving on to level (laughs) three. As a reminder... Questions in this round are worth three points, and off we go with question number 11. In the 2014 Christopher Nolan film, Interstellar, Cooper, played by Matthew McConaughey, and his team travel to Miller's planet, where just so happens to be orbiting a black hole called Gargantua. Due to the exponentially higher gravitational pull on the planet, they figure out that for every hour spent on Miller's planet, how many years will pass on Earth? Aiden. 
Is it six? You are incorrect. Mitch? I think it was four. That is also wrong. John. I'll thread the needle. Is it five? You are wrong. And you are the closest. I am going to go ahead and give it to you. Because you were only one off. You're going to give him three points for being nearby. Uh, Actually, that is fair. You didn't get it exactly. But you did uh, get could, it right. Do you want to deduct me one point for being one year mm. off? Just give him one yes. point. You know what? That that it's good. I'll give you two points. Disgusting. Ooh. All right. So interestingly, the field of relativity predicts this would actually happen if someone were to visit a planet close to a, a massive black hole like Gargantua. They actually got stranded on the planet, and they realized by the time they got back to the main ship that 23 years had passed um, in Earth time was that the one with the big old wave that is correct yeah yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah. the wave comes well and they also realized that miller's equipment looked pretty new when they got there even though she had been on the planet for like 20 years and that's when they realized oh she's only been here for a couple hours <laughs> mm-hmm. and then that's when everything went wrong but mm-hmm. yeah i all i remember is super sad because he was he like went back to the ship and he was looking at like the computer and he saw like all of these me- uh, like messages from like his daughter and, and son and then he they like hated him that that was so sad mm-hmm. the science in interstellar is like really good all right so question number 12 Russia has the highest number of different time zones of any country in the world. How many different time zones are there in Russia? That is John first. I'm going to say eight. <sighs> that is incorrect. Aiden. I was also going to say, but I'll I'll go... Mm, I'll go five. Okay. Mitch, you want to take a guess? Yeah, uh, I'll say... I'll highball it. I'll say, uh, I'll say ten. Mitch is the closest. Wow. There are 11 time zones. Inter- oh my God. If you think about the U.S., the U.S. itself has five, right? Oh, I thought I was going yeah. for... Uh, yeah, because Alaska and, and Hawaii are on their own time, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for Russia, that means one side of Russia is always 10 hours off of the other side of Russia, which is wow, insane. Crazy. It's very that's weird. Crazy. Well, that's why China just has one time zone. Yes. Yeah. Good fun just fact. Like, Screw it. Not We're going to do one time zone. That's yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> we have three questions left, so we are on to question thirteen. A single day on Venus is equivalent to how much time on Earth? Aiden. Three and a half months. Uh, I need to do some math. <laughs> Just a little bit there. I don't have yeah, it in, in, in months. Oh, so um, that'd be like 115 days, I think? You said 115? 115 days. Okay. Is Venus like the really big one? Mitch. That's upsetting. Oh, okay. Mitch. <laughs> the public school system has failed, Mitch. Uh, yep, it has. John, you want to take a guess? I was going to say like four weeks. Okay. Mitch, you want to take a guess? Yeah, I'll go low. I'll say three weeks. Aiden. Did you know the answer? I I was there was like one of the things in the back of your head where you're like I'm pretty sure I've heard that before. Because you were almost spot what was on it? with your guess. So I would have accepted 116 or 117 as no completely way. correct. Wow! It is exactly 116 days and 18 hours. That is impressive. <laughs> um, I was not expecting that. Do we dock Mitch points for not knowing where Venus is? Okay, <laughs> yeah, listen, like which one listen. Venus is? Um, interestingly enough, Venus only orbits the sun every 224.7 Earth days. So wow. a year on Venus technically doesn't even have two full days. Mm-hmm. But yeah, good good job, Aiden. You definitely get three points for Terrifying. that. Terrifying. Wow. Yeah, baby. 
So the next question has three different parts. Each of them is worth one point. Which historical events took place first? The beginning of the Aztec Empire or Martin Luther's 95 Theses? Aiden. Martin Luther's 95 Theses. That is incorrect, which means, Mitch, say the correct answer. Aztec. Beginning of Aztec Empire. That is correct. Uh, So you get a point. I also will give you an additional point if you can tell me the correct date of the beginning of the Aztec Empire. I'm not even going to try. I'm going to embarrass myself. (laughs) Skip. The the beginning of the Aztec Empire was 1428, and Martin Luther's 95 Thesis was 1517. All right. Second one. Here we go. The construction of the Brooklyn Bridge... Or the first International Olympic Games held in modern history? Ooh. John. It's the construction of the Brooklyn Bridge. You are correct. Uh. So for the bonus point, can you tell me within a range of 50 years? When the Brooklyn Bridge was built? Was constructed. I'm going to say like 1830. I will give it to you. It is 1869. Wait, wow. is, that a, is that a bonus point? Yep. Awesome. Wow. I love nice. those. The uh, first International Olympic Games held in modern history was 1896. So it is about 30 years or so after. All right. The final part of this question 14. The James Cook exploration of New Zealand and Australia or the Taj Mahal is built in India. John. I'm going to say the Taj Mahal. You are correct. Beautiful. That is another point and another opportunity. Another opportunity. Uh, I'm going to say 1750 for the Taj Mahal. You are about 100 years off, so you do Dang. not get the bonus point. The Big year is 1653. <sighs> um, you are much closer to the James Cook exploration, which happened in 1769. Sounds about right. We are on to the final question. In 45 BCE, Julius Caesar and astronomers realized that the civic calendar in use at the time no longer aligned with the solar calendar. In order to correct the issue, how many days were added to the civic calendar in order to properly align them again? Aiden. Let me do my mental math real quick. Is it like 60? Nope. John. I'll just one-up Aiden and say 61. Okay. And Mitch. I'm going to say 30. You were all incorrect, and I'm upset that I have to give the point to John for going one above Aiden. I'll take it. The (laughs) correct number is 80 days. That made the year 46 BCE a 445-day year. Wow. Wow. So this is actually, uh, to to give you the full context of the leap year, this is when the four-year leap year would initially be created. Um, They did the correction because they realized it didn't line up, and then they added the leap year to get it to the 364.25. And this started the Julian calendar, and it would remain that way until 1582, when Pope Gregory XIII realized that the Julian calendar overcorrected, and so they actually advanced the calendar back 10 days that year. So it went from October 4th, 1582, to October 15th, 1582. And that is when they added the exceptions to the leap year rule in order to get to where we are today. And so that's why we have the Gregorian calendar, correct? Because Pope correct. Gregory. Perfect. Yep. Spot on. 
So let's let's check where we are on points after round three. All right, Mitch is in last with seven, topped by Aiden with eight, and I barely squeaked by into first place with nine after oh. this round. So in that case, does someone want to take a swing at which question was the challenge question? So if you get it wrong, you lose three points. You lose three mm-hmm. points. But if either of the two of you get it right, you, you pass take it a victory. Yeah, I'm not going to okay. challenge because that would be... Mitch, do, okay. are you going to okay. do it? I'm going to go for broke. Okay, I'm, I'll wait until you do it and I'll see. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, I have a challenge. I challenge the existence of Meatloaf. I don't think that there's a person on this world <laughs> whose name is Meatloaf. You are so wrong. You're so wrong. There Meatloaf. cannot be a person named Meatloaf. It's Meatloaf not possible. Is a person. I mean, it's uh, not why? His, it's it's a stage name. His uh, real why? name is Marvin Lee. Look it up. He oh, exists. Well, I he don't just, understand. Mitch, he recently passed away. It's like oh, a whole well, I'm thing. Sorry, Mr. I'm sorry, sorry Mr. Meatloaf, but this one's a tribute to Meatloaf now. This Mitch episode. deservedly <laughs> okay. is dropping down to four points. Well, mm. you know, go. Bro- I was going for broke. Okay, I, I don't think I can Which do means it. Which Aiden, Aiden, your second place is is secure no matter what. It's yours. If that you want is it. fair. Honestly, that is fair. Okay, uh, I second gotta... place is first to lose. I know. Well, other than me, <laughs> if you take this <laughs> from me, I will drive upstate and beat the shit out of you. Heck yeah! Perfect. Even better um bryce i think that you made up one of the fancy leap year rules i don't think those are true they can't be true you are wrong Ah. all of the leap year trivia is correct in this episode so the the challenge question all the way back in level one it is one that is a common misconception actually so i thought that one of you would have at least known this misconception but we struggled on this question which explains why no one challenged it but the question is why was daylight savings time started so it's actually a misconception that a lot of people in the u.s for some reason think that farmers advocated for the change but if you ask farmers, it doesn't help them because, like, the animals are used to getting milked at the same time. And, like, if you move up the hours in the day, your work is still going to end the same time of the day. But then the hours are different. It I doesn't was make on any to sense. it. I was on to it. How long have I What is true is daylight savings time originally was proposed by, uh, I Frank believe, someone Lane. in the UK. But no one... No one... Yeah, no one was like, meh. It was actually implemented for the first time in World War One when the German military implemented the idea in order to conserve electricity. All the other context I gave about that is correct. It was flipped back and forth multiple times in the U.S. And it really is unknown why we still have it. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah, we just need to ditch it at this point. Too late. I'm over it. I was going to say that I didn't think that the Taj Mahal was ever, ever finished. That's just me. <laughs> the Taj Mahal doesn't I'm exist. I'm a Taj Mahal truther. No, I've been, I've been there. I, I've been there. I just, for some reason, I, I thought that, like, it was, like, never officially finished, I guess. But maybe I was wrong. I don't know. On that note, John Svensson is our winner uh, on the time episode. First time for Everyone everything. give a round of applause. Clap, clap, clap. All right, well, I believe that we are just arriving to our station. Oh, oh man. man. Oh. <laughs> really good, really good banter, guys. Thanks, guys. We can try that again. Yeah.